Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bob Stoffer joining you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where it's 8.06 p.m., 6.06 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax. World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Just wanted to apologize uh, to Thomas Dias. I believe I sent the news off to Christina so that was definitely Thomas that provided us the update. They'll have one at 6.30 and at 7 o'clock before Inside Sports Night with Reed Wilkins as well. Uh, keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. We'll tell you guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. They are now open for lunch at Edmonton South and West Edmonton Mall. An afternoon celebration for the census, visit jvedmonton.ca. The Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, big supporters of the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Elks, and the 5-1 first place Alberta Golden Bears football team. Uh, they are in the top, I think they're six, and I think the Golden Bears hockey team despite a rather average start by their standards, are ranked sixth in the country as well. They stopped using the media to vote on the top ten in hockey after about the last 30 years of Steve Knowles doing a bunch of work there. We head off to our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement bet on it. And we welcome back to the show for his weekly hit, uh, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. Bobby and Steve and the guys at Legacy do a great job. We welcome back John Shannon. Hello, John. How are you doing? Great, Bob. Welcome to the Eastern Time Zone. Yes. Hey, uh, did you ever know Fred Scambatti? Oh, sure. Very well. Absolutely. I, he was uh, a guy that was around CBC and CBC Radio. Uh, was one of those great uh, uh, versatile sports broadcasters. More on radio than television, but his nickname was Scooter. And Scooter Scambatti was a, a mainstay here in Toronto for many, many years. And a big proponent of U Sports, which was then back then the CIAU. And I know that I nominated John Short. Uh, ironically enough, I was at 1260 at the time, and John was 
at uh, 9.30 CJCA. We nominated John because he was towards the, the tail end of his career. And I'll never forget it. Uh, listening to John's short show, like in, I don't know, would have been about 1982 or so. And he had Wayne Gretzky, Warren Moon, and Don Horwood on the show together. And Don is one of my favorite Golden Bear coaches from my time as an SID at the University of Alberta. And John traded all three guys the same way. And Don could sell. And uh, I always appreciated the work that John Short did. And so he ended up getting the Scambatti Award. But I thought of, I thought of, you know, U Sports going down a path where they, they felt there was underrepresentation for the, I believe, for the Ontario schools. Uh, because of the the top 10 committees. They thought there was a bias to Atlantic and Canada West hockey. And, of course, it's been the Atlantic and Canada West, between primarily UNB and Alberta, that have dominated the championship run for the last several years. It's, it's no different, really, than in the States where SEC football, you always have five or six teams ranked in the top 25. Um, this year, the Pac-12 got off to a good start. It didn't sustain itself, uh, especially with USC losing to Notre Dame this weekend, a two-loss team. But it's always interesting how those those politics sort of occur. And I just, I, I'm not a big fan of ELO, which is sort of a, a computerized version of how you rank teams. I do think there needs to be a bit of a gut feel. And instead of just looking at a score, you know, you look at shots for and that sort of thing and strength of the schedule, all that gets factored in. I'd like to get your thoughts on that, actually. Well, I, well, I tell you what, um, the one thing I noticed traveling between east to west is um, there's a different priority in university sports between the Maritimes, between what happens in Canada West, happens at certain places here in Ontario. Uh, I, I can speak from experience of being parent of a Queens grad. Uh, they had a totally different approach to sports was supposed to be. And then certainly in the, in the period of time that my daughter was there, the, the profile of sports diminished more so than thrived. Uh, not and not dissimilar to what happened, Bob, this year at uh, Simon Fraser with the the decision to cancel the football program. It, it they're so much more driven by the academic side of the of the map as opposed to having outside interests, outside investors in the sports pro- programs, like we've seen, for instance, at the University of Calgary. So uh, it, it's difficult to get a grasp of it here in Ontario versus what when I come west. Or I spend time in the Maritimes, where you know, you know, universities like Dow and St. Mary's and uh, and, and 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 Acadia have put a, a real accent on um, on athletics. And again, the province yeah. of Quebec is totally different than both of both both of those groups. So it's 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 hard to gauge any type of yeah. ranking that isn't human in my mind when it comes to what's going on in sports in our country. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Well, and it's just, you know, I used to laugh because Claire Drake said, you know, it's the well, the best-kept secret, you know, uh, university hockey. And I was like, that's actually embarrassing for somebody that works in university hockey, that it's the best-kept secret. But what ends up happening is the institutions themselves, if they've gotten, like in the case of UNB, they are they have an over uh, an overwhelming like their program under Gardner McDougall. Gardner McDougall, just so the listeners are aware, won the Memorial Cup two years ago. He they they fired their coach. I believe it was St. John that ended up winning it, was it not? And they fired their yeah. coach after the Quebec League round one of the Quebec League playoffs. And Gardner McDougall worked with that team for three weeks, put in, uh, changed some system play around. And won the Memorial Cup. This is a guy that coaches at UNB, and he's made them a powerhouse over the last 20 years. And at that school, they are the primary team, and nobody screws with them. Kind of like Alabama in football. Okay, like you're. We were just down in the southeast, and what you know, it's been my belief that what's happened with hockey. Uh, and to a lesser extent, football at Alberta is you've had some very good other programs, but the institution, the makeup of the student body has changed. There's not as much uh, commitment towards uh, towards athletics. And then we turn around and you see a situation where you have somebody basically put together a volunteer top 10 committee for the last 25 years and they kind of dismissed them. It was, it was, you know, I just, it just, I, I don't know how, I used to say that they couldn't party up there, they couldn't mark at a party at a liquor store at a lot of these places and i've it just got in and, and right now john half the listeners are saying why the hell are you not talking about the edmonton oilers you know or talk about the edmonton oil kings or but well why right like it's it's just kind of funny so i i i thought of you because of your breadth of knowledge i figured you'd met fred along the way i never met him um oh, yeah. But I ended up doing the actual nomination forms when i was the sid at the school and it's like they used to get a page in the Edmonton Journal uh, every Thursday before the weekend's events. They don't get that anymore. They get nothing in the paper yeah. anymore. And you can, you know, and then you take a look at the proliferation of blogs. I mean, Vancouver had multiple bloggers in their building for that first game of the season on the Wednesday, like multiple bloggers. Uh, we've even seen a shift with how few of uh, uh, print reporters actually travel these days, like Spec is there for Sportsnet, uh, Daniel Nugent Bowman for The Athletic, but nobody from Post Media. It is a changing media landscape, isn't it, John? It is, uh, that, and that's a fascination. George McPhee always tells the story about you know his, his boss in Washington when he was the mayor of the Caps was Ted Leonsis, who was one of the co-owners of AOL. Uh, one of the, and if everybody remembers what AOL is, America Online, it was one of the first email systems going. It was kind of like Facebook, uh, kind of like Gmail. Uh, and, and Leonsis was a huge proponent of looking after the, the non-mainstream media. And so early on when there were bloggers and there were uh, guys that were working online, he, in, he ha invited all of those people to come to the press outing before the season started for the Caps. And as George tells it, the only thing was five or six of them got dropped off by their mother at the arena. So it, things have certainly changed in the last you know, 10, 15 years when it comes to 
who is covering the games and the sophistication of, of bloggers and the sophistication of online coverage. I mean, look at the, I know it's owned by the podcast. New York Times now, podcasts and the athletic podcasts and the athletic are, you know, have changed the, the landscape completely of how we do things now. And it, it's, Amazing people, people, Bob. Bottom line, we'll touch this sometimes. People still want to consume sports. They just have to learn how to consume it in a different way. Well, you mentioned the New York Times, and wow, there's some pretty interesting coverage taking place. <laughs> what do I call that? <laughs> the fog of war. Oh, it was wild yeah. today. I mean, yeah. I'm sitting down here, and it's obviously a big deal. Uh, in in the in the United States, well, so let's face it, it's a big deal everywhere with what's going on right now, and it reinforces how fortuitous we are to do what we do. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned like you, you've got your uh, Bob McCowan pop podcast, and I think the guy, in fairness, the guy that sort of has educated me the most has been a podcaster. That's been Josh Marshall. He was he's got the Two Mutts podcast. He's a local guy. He's an interesting guy. And he's he sort of coached me up on this, and the irony is, John, when total uh, when I had total sports, but in podcast, when we came over with Oilers lunch and turned it into Oilers now, in about fifteen or sixteen, it was actually guys from twelve sixty that were talking, uh, telling me about the impact of our, of our podcast and how many people were downloading it, and then we had advertisers like Pro Am Sports and Jack Cookson that wanted to buy our podcast, and it wasn't even up for sale yet. You know what I mean? And and so uh, now you see the Apple numbers and they fluctuate wildly. You know, we're, we're. I think we're consistently in the top ten, and uh, some weeks we're in the top five. But there's there's lots of different, and you can see when a new one comes in and gains a real foothold. There's a new one out of Montreal with Mark Antoine Godin and Apron Basu with the Canadians. That shouldn't come as a surprise. You, you nailed it, John. The bottom line is, if you build it, they will come. If you yeah. put it together, well, there's, and, and there's the that, passion. Bob. And not only that, Bob. I mean, you know, your radio station. 630 Chad has an amazing reach. You know, I still remember, you know, getting mad at Brian Hall sitting in the Okanagan Valley when he was calling Eskimo games, uh, you know, ticked off that, uh, the, that the Edmonton team was beating the BC Lions. Uh, and the reach was phenomenal. Edmonton to Penticton. It was unbelievable. Yes. But the reach of your podcast, Bob, the reach of your podcast is on seven continents. It is not just limited to terrestrial space. It is worldwide, which is which is what makes it fascinating. Is you know you're the number one ranked po- uh, podcast uh, in uh, you know the Dutch West Indies today. You know the, the, it, it, people people can consume our product, your product, anywhere in the world, and that's truly the magic of what has happened to sports and made it a small neighborhood anywhere you want to be in the world. All right. Well, on that note, what sort of job do you think the NH like can? And we'll get to the website in a second. You can explain who has the contract to do that and the connection to because I think it's to one of the teams. But um, I don't think so anymore. I don't think so. Anymore. It, it's no longer. It's no longer. Was it not SAP connected to San Jose at one time? For certain aspects of it, for certain yep. uh, SAP was a major sponsor, and SAP did their basically. SAP came up with the, the NHL websites analytics. Yes. Okay. But they, that, uh, they didn't design the whole website. The NHL designed their own web, their own website. I think it's fair to say that the 
moving the states to TNT and ESPN has been pretty good for the National Hockey League. Is that a fair assumption? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, hmm. I, 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 I think the answer is yes. But uh, it has it has created a, a two or three tiered system uh, because there aren't as many games available to network television as there were when it was just NBC. Because NBC basically had a whole channel on the cable system uh, or the satellite system that was dedicated to hockey, and they had pregame shows and postgame shows. That's not the case with ESPN, for sure. Uh, and TNT's package of games is rather small compared to what NBC had. When in, when TNT does his job, they do a good job. ESPN are still a work in progress in my mind, but there's too many games, for instance, like your game tomorrow night in Philadelphia is available to the U.S. national market, but it's only available online on ESPN+. Plus. It's not on ESPN+. It's not on ESPN2. It's on ESPN+. Plus. And it's on ESPN+. Okay, well, well, well so... Is that oh, one of the? Eight... A... What was that? Go ahead. Is, so is that on... one of the eighteen nationally broadcast games for the orders on in the states? Uh, probably not. Okay. Probably not. But what they're forcing people to do is saying, "Well, we're going to give you Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, but you have to subscribe to our." Our system, you have to, just like TSN have a new online system and Sportsnet have an online system. So mm -hmm. they're they're using the product to drive new subscribers, and I'm not sure that part of it is working yet. Hardcore fans know where to find it, but um, it, it, it's if you're trying to grow the business, that's not the way to grow the business. That's helping ESPN grow the business, not necessarily growing. And that's why I'm I'm I'm, read, I'm reluctant to say no, nah, but it's been really good. Now on the other side, when I see Scott Van Pelt, who's the number one anchor on ESPN, talk about hockey like it's uh, going through the roof and being spectacular, and it's during a Monday night football game, and we see Jack Eichel interviewed with the Stanley Cup at the sidelines in Vegas, then that's really good. And not many people can deliver that like ESPN can. So there, there, are, there are wins and losses, in my opinion, in the in the national TV deal in the United States. Oilers uh, got a much-needed win yesterday. Um, I, I don't think any of us were panicked, but they got a good result and they got some stops. It's got to continue. Elliot came on and talked about the patience that Ken Holland uh, has exhibited in the history of his career as a manager. If you were to be GM for a day and you can upgrade a positional need for the Evanston Oilers, John Shannon, what would it be? Another defenseman. Yeah. Uh, without without doubt, another defenseman. Uh, and, I, and I think that that's where the focal point is right now. Uh, the question becomes, can the young guys learn enough in the first 65 games? I mean, I, there's no question this team's making the playoffs, Bob. There's no question this team's making the playoffs. So this this uh, window of games between now and the trade deadline uh, are a, a practice session to figure out which defensemen work, which defensemen don't. You know, and there's a, a ton of pressure on a guy like Broberg to feel like he fits in. I still think, and you're going to laugh at me, I still think that uh, a bit of jury's out five on five on Evan Bouchard. You know, put him in the right scenario, yes. 
But, you know, you, you're, you, injuries jump up and you can't be at the right scenario every time. I think that if they could get a right-handed D that could be paired with Darnell Nurse that could ease the five-on-five workload and give Evan Bouchard a little less tougher matchup, I think they would do that all day, John. So this makes for boring radio. We agree. Yeah, I know. I, I don't like this. But, but you know, you, you and I didn't talk today, so it's amazing that you and I think the same thing. Uh, but I, I do think that the, I do think that that's where they're looking. I think they they and I. But I also think they're you know to Elliot's point about patience. I do think they have a plan, and it, we're only three games in, and and, yeah. and, and you, you have to you do have to show some level of patience as people try to perform at a level that they're expected to perform at. John, great stuff. Thank you for your time. Stay out of bookbinders tonight. The lobster's about $160 a pound, okay? Yeah, that's a little out of the stopper price point. Thank you very much. <laughs> 624. Yep, yeah, 624 in Edmonton. We'll take a step out. You're listening to Oilers now. Three games in the season, leading the NHL and scoring with seven points at 627 in Edmonton. We head off to the Oilers now. Prospect report brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace, reface. Here's Brendan Escott. All right, we look to the Ontario Hockey League because that's basically the only prospect action the Oilers have going. Bo Aiki riding that new entry-level contract. Three points in his first five games on the back end for the Barry Colts. And uh, Brady Stonehouse picked up his first goal. He's played six games for the Ottawa 67s thus far. Just one game so far for your Bakersfield Condors. They're back in action this Saturday night against Ontario. It's their home opener, Bob. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Thomas Dias. When we return, Brendan, Reed Wilkins, and my, uh, myself, a little bit more conversation on the Evans and Oilers. You're listening to Oilers now.